0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 55 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and with me today, I got my wonderful co hosts Matthew Aguilar. What up? And we have Janelle Wheeler from a very special location today
1: hey guys very excited and i'm bringing the family in i'm visiting my folks and they're rocking the comic book nation say hi mom and dad hello Hello.
0: comic book nation how's it going
1: oh that is
0: awesome see that's real moral support that (laughs) is a great person i
1: love you guys they streamed with me on twitch too so it was awesome um, my dad was really excited about one of the topics that we're talking about today so uh that was great
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man see that's great that's see that's good parenting that's a much better like (laughs) example of parenting than like me and matt usually bring to this whole thing you know (laughs) that's not true what did i do (laughs) Exactly. 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 Perfectly said about your parenting technique. What did I do? All right. Here we go. But uh after that oh and my god, we just had a special cameo. you know parents and I just totally totally <laughs> left out Mr. Connor Casey's back with us and he's
2: not even necessarily here to talk wrestling. He's just hanging out. Yeah, I'm here too. My parents aren't here, so I guess I don't get an intro, <laughs> huh, Kofi? Uh I mean you bring it more to the table? I mean Janelle's bring I stuff have to a microphone table. now finally. It's all professional and <laughs> I noticed
3: that. Well
0: so done. you're just I getting so you're just getting off the kitty size stool onto the big boy table. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, let's just progress a little at a time. We got a microphone for you. <laughs> you one. Now you can bring guests that are awesome. Step two. You're hitting
3: right. this uh, co-host yeah. appreciation out of the park, Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He girl. just loves my hair. That's cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I just like, I like what Janelle bringing to the table here. Janelle's, <laughs> Janelle's bringing it. All right. But uh, we got a lot to talk about today, and it's a good thing Connor's here. We're going to be talking about something crazy in the world of uh, WWE slash the world of football because The, the Rock has bought the XFL. So we got to take a minute and address that. We're going to talk about some more updates with Marvel's The Avengers video game that are kind of cool and something worth making you watch The Office yet again. We got to talk about that. Uh, I threw something in here in gaming news that just made me laugh because we made jokes about it on the show, but now it's really happening. Is so.
1: that why you put that in there? I was yeah. shocked. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Why is this here? It's oh, right yeah. Now. We're
0: going to talk about this. So. Figures uh. you would like. Something oh, yeah, like we're going to definitely get into this. <laughs> <laughs> it could be today's grenade. Some people have been asking for a grenade. Well, I think I found a good one. <laughs> uh, and we're going to deep dive into spoilers about Umbrella Academy Season 2 and to talk about Netflix trying to, de- trying to develop its own kind of mega franchise like, like Star Wars or Harry Potter or Marvel or guess. So we're going to talk about all of that. And plus, Matt is going to talk comics. So let's begin. All right. So at the top, I know this isn't a sports show. This is Comic Book Nation, but uh, the world of wrestling, you know, we do cover on the show, and it does apply. Plus, it's just it's too great in 2020 not to talk about. The Rock, has, his, the Rock and some of his business partners, including his ex-wife, have purchased the XFL. The so Vince McMahon's, like, own, I'm going to start my own football league venture that kind of crashed and burned twice, let's <laughs> be twice, yeah has now been purchased by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and, I said, his uh, business partners, who uh, his ex-wife is... I don't want to... Danny uh, Garcia. Business, yeah, Danny Garcia's ex-wife and Jerry Cardinale um, of Redbird Capital. They've all partnered in their business partners. And so they're taking the XFL and they're going to give the XFL an overhaul and uh, relaunch it. So, yeah, that's where we are in 2020. The Rock is now uh, the first person of color to own a sports league and Danny Garcia is the first woman to own a sports league. So I guess that's progress. Wow. And, I didn't uh, even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Huge. I mean, it's a big milestone. So oh, yeah, then Rock's going to bring back the XFL and you know, it sounds crazy on paper at first. You're just like, what, why would the rock spend his money? I guess he just has enough money to throw away. But, um, you know, there are a lot of people who were pointing out like in reactions online, making some good points that while we all kind of balked at the XFL in the beginning, in a world of post-coronavirus, like the XFL, is not a bad proposition because True. the smaller scale of it is something you can do in like a bubble type situation, like basketball or um, you know, is baseball? I forget if baseball's doing a bubble. How are they handle? They're not. It? No, that's I wish kind they of the were. Problem right now. Oh yeah, yeah they're dying. <laughs> they we're having issues. Baseball's dying. Baseball. Basketball's in the bubble. Is hockey but, in co- the bubble?
2: Yes, and it's yes, actually hockey's working. Hockey's
0: the other one. Yeah, hockey and uh, basketball, the two that are in the bubble. They're indoor, obviously. Um, sports. And yeah, the XFL is something you could, could, I mean, you could refit to be, you know, an indoor arena football that actually kind of sustains itself and is there. Plus you got the rock behind it. So that's instantly now made people who never cared about the XFL be like, I'm team XFL, team rock, you know, that's that man can do, <laughs> attach his name to anything and, and do it. So we rarely get to share our sportsing side off on this show. So uh, but uh, we do have some sportsing. It's amazing how many of you geeks actually know something about sports.
1: This is what oh. my dad was pumped about, yeah. man. He was like, Wait, what? You guys are talking about the XFL? Oh. I was like, Yeah, yeah dad, I know. come on. Uh,
0: no, you'd <laughs> be surprised. Like in the comic book offices, there are people who throw down like crazy Marvel arguments that are followed by basketball statistical arguments, like oh, mostly from J.K. Fantasy and Charlie. Football. Yeah, I was a JK and Charlie games. started. it. Yeah, and that gets, yeah, <laughs> gets heated, Connor gets heated. So there's a lot of sportsing that actually goes on, which is good because we share a company with a bunch of sports nuts. So I mean I guess that all makes sense. Fit. Yeah. So let's talk. How you guys feeling? XFL return. Isn't this so twenty twenty, Matt?
3: Uh, I, one, I actually, this is one of those rare times that I'm not going to blame something on Vince McMahon. So like the, there's no way he could have seen the coronavirus (laughs) coming, right? First of all, let's just stop
0: and pause and say the Vince McMahon reaction memes online have been the best thing
3: about this whole (laughs) thing. He's so memeable. It's just everything the man does, right? Um, yeah, like this is one of the times where it was actually, and we even talked about it in the office a couple of times, of, like people were actually watching. Like people were actually interested kind of in this and reactions for the stuff that was coming out was actually positive more than negative. And then it happens, right? There's nothing you can do about this. So the second bankruptcy was kind of, was kind of that. So I actually think like it's getting its, maybe it's due shot. With this, I mean, if it fails this time, I feel like it's time to put it to bed. Like, don't, don't do it again. No one else needs to do it. Uh, I know Dwayne and you know his partners. What they're splitting the fifteen million uh, yeah, to which buy is it. A cheap price. That's the. It's a, it's a
2: drop yeah. in the bucket for him. It's five million dollars. Here you go.
3: Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it, and just comparison to. I mean, what was the last time uh, someone evaluated the Lakers and it was like, oh my god, how much was it? it was I thought it was in the billions. It is. That one. Um, so like, oh yeah, yeah, Lakers are in the billions. Yeah. It's, it's a, and that's it's considered nuts. a mom and pop business. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I'm actually – I think it's cool. I think, I think The Rock automatically, like you said, brings in an audience that did not care about this before. They will at least probably give it a shot, you know, and it'll and key in that mainstream consciousness. So I think it's good. I think it's good.
0: You think that this is going to get a weird – good balance out of this whole coronavirus situation because again like the thing about the like we're still stumbling is the outdoor sporting events baseball football things like that are so they're both both sports are big in scale in terms of play about how many people you need out on the field umpires teams on the side equipment you know all these personnel and, you know, they're big in terms of the size of the crowds they attract and, like, all of that, Ta- from tailgating to all that. You I think, think it this depends could on their approach. Well,
3: I think ah. it depends on their approach because how – the thing I'm, more, I'm most interested to hear is when do they – like, they own it now, right? They've saved it. People still have jobs and things like that. But we have no idea of when they're actually planning to – Actually, we when? do.
2: D- Danny Garcia told ESPN that they want to try and get a season rolling next February.
3: There's a lot of problems okay. with that because
2: wow. we could very well see the NFL That's and college football seasons get bumped out to that point. That's really I think they're gross. really trying to rush this. And I mean, talk and about,
0: rightly so, to be fair, like you got to strike while the iron's hot. Like, I mean, this is right. a timing issue.
2: But you and talk also, about yeah. the coronavirus stuff is one thing, but – you know, this second relaunch with McMahon, they were already planning on, you know, this being a money pit for three years until they could prove to television networks that they were worth a big television contract. I mean, they were they people liked what they saw from those first five weeks, but the ratings weren't great. No. And all the networks were doing so far was just paying for the production expenses. So this thing was I think it was a hundred million for three each of the next three years. Was how much they were going to throw into this in order for it to stick around long enough to maybe get ESPN or Fox's attention yeah on, no, and on top of that the coronavirus stuff and it's like it might take 2 years before we can even talk about this being a season
3: well and like we've talked about right cuz so, so that initial date that's very close to me like that's that Not makes me scared about it, but that is very, that's a very small window. I know it feels like it's February next year, but like that's a very small window. I would feel personally better if they, you know, because I mean, these people had to buy it knowing going in that this is a long-term thing. This is not a short-term get rich quick and then turn around, sell it to somebody else. Like they had to know that going in. So, I mean, I feel like middle to late next year is probably a spot that I think that maybe they should be aiming for. I mean, look, they also gave Tenet release dates and that movie didn't come out like it
1: was it. supposed
3: to. They might say February, but I don't think <laughs> but, I don't think that should happen. I think it should be later because again, like this really needs all the time it can get. Not for anything really other than the fact that people aren't comfortable. People aren't gonna be going to events. You can't even hold events in a lot of places still mm-hmm. like there's so much uncertainty, and I don't see that clearing up before the beginning of the year. And even then, it's going to take months to get to some semblance of normal, even after those restrictions have been lifted. So all of that affects their bottom line because, like Kofi said, this is not an NBA. This is not something you can kind of more control because there's only got to be so many people out. So, yeah,
0: all right, that's the XFL. We're going to wait and see what happens with that. We're not going to get too deep. I mean, it's just crazy. Exactly. The Rock. The Rock now owns – Yeah, I know. I know. But we're gonna um, keep it moving. So we're gonna move on from that to another question. So we got some new mutants teasers that have been put out. And uh, we're waiting to see if this movie is gonna make its August 28th date. Uh, It's looking kind of doubtful. There's some international marketing that suggests maybe it's getting pulled again. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. But what we keep seeing, it looks I mean, like we keep saying it looks better and better. Could this actually end up being one of the, would it be ironic? And do you think this could be end up being one of the better Marvel movies we've seen recently? And if so, do you think Disney, I mean, they've said in the past they were that it's quote unquote part of the Marvel movie universe. Do you think they would keep it going and kind of, is there hope for a new mutants in the future?
1: Oh my gosh. I hope so. I I would, the more teasers I see, the more I'm like, Oh my gosh, I really wish that this would be like a, a series like so
0: let's just before i continue let's janelle continues like let's just put in the caveat that this is a cast that would have to come back after now potentially looking at five five release delays
1: yeah and also like they've all gone on to do really big projects and kind of get other things started you know i mean they all have so many different things going on now I'm not sure if they even could come back or would want to, or if the studio would want to pay them what they probably think they deserve now. I don't know, but it just looks so good. I think that this is kind of like the dark side of Marvel that I would love to see. And I'm excited to see, and it's just a whole different vibe. And yeah, I would love to see more of it. And I can't wait to see it.
0: Is this going to be Marvel Snyder cut? Oh God. Oh God. 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 <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> because, because oh. I get You're that setting that us up, man. Because I get that reaction. I'm going to actually write an article just called titled that. Just to see the, <laughs> internet, to see the internet do that. Tons but, of yeah. clicks. I mean, yeah. Just because basically, I mean, it's the same question. When we finally get to see this thing, are we going to be happier? Or are we going to be more upset? Because now there's nothing to continue, even if it all works out well. Like New Mutants is a great movie. We're like, oh, my God. Are we now just more heartbroken because there isn't there were because there were plans for this, right? There was like a whole trilogy plan. There was New Mutants too. We're going to get Warlock. We're going to get Karma. There was a whole I think they were going to do Inferno or something crazy. They were going to keep with the demon stuff. So like, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, there's heartbreak at the end of this. Uh, and maybe for Charlie Ridgely, most of all, if this thing gets delayed Aww. another fifth time. Um, I mean, I guess we just
1: focus on this first release and then who knows, you know, there's been so many rebo- reboots and so many new things that people are talking about. I think everybody's chomping out a bit to get back into the studio, to get back to creating and you never know, like this might've given this time I'd have given people, uh, energy to kind of get back into the game on this or so- if it does well. So it's
0: up to us. That Florida sun's making you real positive. I like it. I
1: know. so hopeful. I loved it. All right. Back to normal. (laughs) All
0: right. New Mutants. Anybody taking bets? It's going to be an awesome Marvel movie. We'll keep at it if it ever gets released. So Matt, moving right along from that little uh, stopping point. Let's talk about Marvel's The Avengers. We're back at it. We're not done with it yet. There's some beta updates plus... We got a very special character that's coming that,
3: uh, I mean, this was a good move. It was a good PR move, they made this move. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, let's get to the first, the big news first. Uh, Spider-Man uh, is gonna be a uh, character exclusive to the uh, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation console. Sorry, yeah. Brandon. I know, I, I saw him, when I saw this news, I saw him like somewhere crying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he can go um, crying to his halo. Uh, so, oh. yeah. yeah oh. So uh, the game, no date, uh, no release date for the character um, has been re- uh, released yet, but there was a lengthy uh, kind of description on the, on the PlayStation blog that kind of went into detail about like what they're hoping for the character and what they're trying to capture. As we had previously talked about, like this game does not connect um, to Marvel, to Marvel like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So they're not in the same world. However, I'm like, how do just they stupid. not- like, But how do they not do a, a skin- that is yeah. the PS4 Spider-Man skill. Like, they've got to at least do that. Um, and honestly, there's a... Uh, we'll, by the time this you're hearing this, we'll have a full interview uh, with uh, some of the development team uh, about Marvel's Avengers and about Spider-Man in particular. And, you know, one of the things they talked about was that this really came about because Sony and Marvel have that relationship now because of Spider-Man. And that's why they were able to do this. It, it's all kind of coming from that spot. So that's, I mean... You know, that's why Spider Man's only on, going to be on PlayStation. And honestly, if, if it hadn't been for that relationship, you know, it might have been down the line before we actually saw him. So that's, that's great news. I'm excited. I mean, they said, uh, you know, Dicko uh, was, you know, an inspiration for their, their Spider Man, but you're going to see a lot of different costumes, I'm sure. Uh, just going off of and this kind of segues into the next thing. So uh, me and Tanner uh, got to do a, a full media beta this weekend. Uh Four Marvels Avengers, so we got to play uh the opening uh level, of course, but then we got to actually so go
1: in
3: and play Whoa. like the war zones and play some of the other story missions and uh, some of the villain sectors and things like that and uh just going off of Black Widow and Miss Marvel, who both have swinging mechanics, uh just kind of you know uh Black Widow can use her grappling hook, and Miss Marvel can obviously use her uh you know ambiguant abilities to kind of stretch, the swinging feels amazing like you're actually kind of sort of spider-man with them already so that made me very happy now that they're actually going to get to do spider-man i was like okay they already have the basic mechanics a lot like hawkeye when we talked about their tomb raider background how it naturally gives itself to hawkeye it's going to be the same thing i feel like spider-man's in good hands after feeling the swinging um and uh yeah so i mean we got to play a lot we got to play four of the heroes um iron man and black widow hulk and miss marvel can um, i ask M-
1: which one is your favorite
3: uh by far coming out of this black widow is the yes! best character there wow. there is she's so fun there's so many like you can are there, unlock um,
0: are there limits on like how far she can take a fall or drop
1: oh my gosh too soon wow. I, know. Wow. Uh, I know Oh know man
3: crazily enough though no
1: So so No
3: end game dying here. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, uh, yeah, there's, she actually has, uh, there's three skill trees that were unlocked for the beta, but there's going to be multiple pages of other ones, uh, in the full game. But like, even just from that initial page, you can unlock her like automatic, uh, weapons. You can then do like a full on like Colt. Uh, kind of hard hitting one. And then of course you've got her natural uh, dual pistols unlocked from the get go. But there's so many options to mix and match there. And at one point her ultimate heroic is her like, essentially, uh, and I I told this to the developers, uh, you essentially made her Darth Maul she like puts her staff together what? and it lights up red. And like, she's just mowing down stuff and like does energy things from it. And it looks, so it's so dope. Oh my <laughs> gosh, so, cool. wow. uh, so yeah, that, that surprised me. I, I knew I was gonna like Widow, but I didn't realize like how much. Um, you know, I think Tanner, for Tanner, Hulk was his, clearly his favorite. And honestly, for those who remember the uh, Ultimate Destruction game, uh, from GameCube days. I feel like they're going to have an absolute ball with him. Uh, his, he's, okay. I mean, it really is just like putting a, a tank through uh, a level. But um, <laughs> you know, there's still, there's some there's issues in like, there was a couple of times where like, when everything hits the fan and there are several times where there's so many things on screen, frame rate, does need to kind of get tweaked so it doesn't chug in those spots um you know there was like uh there was one time when uh so iron man's ultimate is to bring out the hulk buster the coolest thing about it is that anyone can get in it so it doesn't have to just be iron man it can be oh that's pretty tight yeah so like at one point you make it and i didn't realize it at the time so it's like sitting over there and then like tanner hops in with miss marvel and it's just like guiding the hulk buster unfortunately one of the levels Every time I called the Hulkbuster in, like it glitched the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this one level. So I was like twice uh, I couldn't use it. Now, the good news is that we could just reset a checkpoint, but still it was like, I can't use my thing. So again, there's little things they need to iron out. Um, but overall. I see what you did there. Yeah, no, there are, there's, <laughs> there are some things like that. But, uh, but overall, I, man, that was, a, that was a ball. Like that was, that was really fun. And again, it's going to matter when you have friends, co-op, Play is going to be this money. In some thing. of your cases. In if. some cases, if, uh, but uh, man, you are being so mean to the <laughs> to this group of people today. Uh, but yeah, no, it it was super super fun. I came away really like looking forward to getting more time with it. Um, ironically, they did learn from Fortnite, so there is like a uh, I forget what they call it. It's like a challenge uh, bar, but it is uh-huh. a gla- it's a it's a battle pass. Like so we have to
1: build forts and stuff? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, you have to build forts. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, you get cool pickax- pickaxes. Never uh, understand
0: do- <laughs> battle passes, never will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so essentially, like, as you complete challenges daily and weekly, you'll get points, and those points go to like unlocking a bunch of things from emotes. Uh, to nameplates and costumes. Um, There's a lot of costumes in this game. Uh, For those who have been critical about the costumes, I will say I don't think they're going to be swayed when they see the initial uh, lineup of costumes because that's the one area that I feel like they are... And, and I feel like we got news today, right? That there's gonna be on launch day and for people who play the uh, PlayStation version, uh, there's gonna be like exclusive, like here's some really cool skins. Here's some really cool things to get you started. I feel like they're saving the iconic costumes for stuff like that and not doling them out here. Cause like, especially like Miss Marvel, I was, I was like, most of these, uh, I think I told Tanner, it felt like playing the division. It's like, oh, here's a new thing of khakis. Oh, here's a shirt like it it's not the you know like Iron Man was different of course because like he has so many armors so like there's a couple uh Hulk had a couple and Black Widow though like not all the looks like the gray Black Widow suit's not in there so I'm like how like there's obvious ones that just like scream out and they're not in there so uh like that's the part that I feel like there will be a mainstream are you trying to sell this game I'm unclear yeah, because the core gameplay is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. But I'm just being honest about like Nah, keep overall- it real. This is a, we this is a keep it real podcast. Keep it yeah. real for the people. But the but the actual gameplay, I all I wanted to do, I played right up until the beta stopped, which was like at one AM. <laughs> like at one a.m. And I was playing that entire time because it's fun. Uh the, the war zones, like you can have a a mission that lasts 10 minutes and you can have one that lasts an hour and there's some that even have like hidden areas and things like that and playing with people uh, or even your companions uh if they're ai is is fun it's cool to just the action the moment to moment action is fun so i'm i'm really stoked like i left with kind of beaming about the overall game there's things that need to work out and i hope get improved over time but man it's 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 fun
0: all right that's matt playing games Marvel's Avengers edition again. No, I'm just kidding. You did a great job. Thank you for checking that out. Thanks to Tanner for checking that out. I'm sure you can get a lot of that great content on uh, comicbook.com gaming. We're going to take a break, pay some bills, but when we get back, we have to talk about what's going on with The Office, a nice video game that some people here are happy about because they're- Kofi playing video Uh, games. Yeah, Kofi (laughs) on games. Yeah, (laughs) Kofi edition. And we're going to deep dive into spoilers of Umbrella Academy season two and talk about Netflix trying to create its own mega franchise. So stay tuned for all of that. All right, so The Office, Peacock is trying to get us to do something to come on to Peacock and uh, they know which buttons to press. And so the uh, service, if you don't know, uh, Netflix has the office right now, but that licensing deal ends at the end of this year. And then it will move over to Peacock, where you will be, have to go to find the office and Parks and Rec and all that stuff. So that's kind of Peacock's claim to fame. Eventually, we're going to have that hot stuff you've been watching forever. But to kind of get people <laughs> back into it, they've been teasing that they're going to be off putting in new stuff and here's their quote. We're going to be reintroducing the office in a more complete way. Incorporating elements that were not part of the original broadcast is what a Peacock executive told hmm. Bloomberg news in a recent interview. So interesting. it's not explained what that means, but there is, as we broke it down in our article from Adam Barnhart, um, it, you know, don't get so crazy about what this means. This is not like office, the snyder cut again to bring that, or like the scott cut you know um Craig
1: daniel's cut yeah
0: it, it, it's not probably going to be something like that there is going to probably uh, probably be added elements for the peacock things that they either haven't been released or were like only on dvds or things like that um mm. behind the scenes content deleted scenes i'm sure they'll have you know you know, making ofs or Loopers other things. would
1: be great.
0: Loopers, like, yeah, things they haven't maybe released will be kind of accessible through that. Uh, that's the most likely thing, or just, like, added extras to episodes that, you know, we didn't see.
3: Well, the um, the big thing is the digital exclusives that will get, because I don't know if anyone else is, I mean, I, I imagine everyone here has kind of gone youtube surfing in the office and there are so many if you go hunting there's so many that were web exclusives at the time and they're full clips yeah. and full things of sequences that just never made it into the show some of them her layers, some are like yeah i get it why this didn't make it into the show but they're like full on <laughs> that's sequences. a good i mean that's
0: another good point yes yeah. there are i mean i forgot about that in the 2000s They were hard to watch. Yeah, exactly. No one saw them. (laughs) Um, Took 10 minutes to just get one, one, two minute clip. Uh, But yeah, there's, there were all those webisodes you could actually incorporate into the show in any kind of way. So, I mean, there are some fun ways they could remix the office. Basically, this is all a ploy to get us to watch the office again, which I don't really need because I'm going to do that yearly pretty much anyway, but yeah, yeah. but uh, no, that's kind of a cool thing. And now again, as I put in the show notes, now I have a reason to care about Peacock there you go good job marketing team so be on the lookout for that in 2021 the office the un, the, un- the new daniels cut edition i guess we should call it um yeah, yeah even though cool.
1: he doesn't seem very like you know
0: no i mean they're not in a rush to nobody's in a rush to bring back the office and it's probably yeah. impossible man john krasinski's getting that a quiet place money and that yeah, jack man. ryan money he's not trying to do this gym crap again
1: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: Carell's getting, Carrell's like, you know, getting
3: nominated for Oscars,
0: like, getting <laughs> yeah. that Oscar prestige and getting money. Like, yeah, he's. I mean, none of these people. Ellie Kempner's like, I don't need to be a secretary. I'm leading my own series now. I mean, like, yeah. And Andy, I keep calling him Andy. Ed Helms has got that hangover money. He doesn't even need to come out of the house. I still, <laughs> yeah. I still call him Andy. Hangover, yeah. Hangover <laughs> residuals. Really <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what Rain Wilson's doing, but I'm sure he has a stockpile of gold, like Ron freaking Swanson somewhere. Like, you know, so. Now, The Office is one of those shows, like, it's done. Like, if it's rebooted, it, it's going to be a new generation. And they're already, the creators of The Office are already making a, a pretty much a The Office reboot, which is like a workplace corona, post-corona comedy, which is yeah. already in the works. So we're going to get the next office, which is, you know, the workplace and the post-corona world, post-corona world or just not even post, who knows. But so we're already getting next stage of that concept. So, I mean, rewatching The Office with some new material will be cool, I guess. And I'm happy to announce uh, that uh, Amazon Prime Video has renewed Hunters for season two. That was just a quick mention. I was was like, oh, nobody will care about this. But then I saw Matt had put it in his links. And so, yeah, let's mention that. Hunters, I really love that series when it came out. I think it, oh my God, was that, oh god was that last fall I no way remember. really i don't remember oh god i don't remember time <laughs> flows I in a weird It wasn't very long Wyman. ago
1: it was from <laughs> the
0: old world before the true true i don't, I don't remember when it exactly
1: was
2: <laughs> it's the only way you can get a cloud atlas reference these days oh no From mm-hmm. oh my god that was this year it was february
3: I mean, oh
1: my god like six months ago
3: it feels oh, wow 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 mm-hmm. wow well, it's a good show, regardless. <laughs> yeah, I just broke I feel one. like
1: it was kind of oh skipped man. over a lot by a lot of people because of COVID when it first started happening. It kind of released during that yeah, time, it was February
0: twenty one. Yeah, I missed it.
1: I didn't even. I literally, when I saw it in our show notes today, I looked it up and I went, "I didn't watch this." Oh my! I was like kicking myself. Dude, yeah. Um, so I'm pumped. I get to start it. I'm yeah, so excited. No, it's a good
0: time to PSA. If you haven't seen Hunters, it, it's great. Yeah. It's about uh. It's based on a trail truce events about people who were kind of commissioned to hunt Nazis that had escaped into the U.S. after World War II. Um, Jordan Peele's involved in it. There's a lot of people involved in making the show. It's a good show. Al Pacino, Logan Lerman stars in it. And um, as we said, we reviewed it on the show if you go back and kind of look it up. But what was great about this, this show is it was kind of like really over the top and like kind of umbrella academy at times, but like also really terrifying, like legitimately horror movie terrifying like a lot like all the scenes with these kind of people pretending to be ultra-american people who turn out to be crazy nazi scientists and killers and stuff like all those scenes are really terrifying and um it also it, it it also just kind of missed the cusp i think hunters if it had been released in like say may or june would have been like really viewed a lot more because i mean the themes of what it deals with is that kind of fascist influence and nazi influence and how it survived and that's the subtext about this isn't dead this still survives in america and has been kind of it just kind of wormed its way into the dirt after world war ii and has been kind of growing like rot there and that's now very timely themes um and like yeah so check out hunters if you're looking for more content as janelle would say yeah uh, and much you know (laughs) better better prettier fashion than i just did with my (laughs) um yeah check out hunters on amazon because now's a good time to get into it because we get in season two y'all so moving right along from that to kofi on gaming oh gosh we're getting another leisure Suit larry game and uh i just thought i'd celebrate that for a minute we make jokes about leisure leisure suit larry on this podcast from time to time but uh (laughs) We're getting Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Dry Twice, which is one of my favorite on fire titles. Uh, and it's a sequel to the acclaimed 2018 uh, game, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry. So, acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah. And I just had to because like I guess I didn't I missed it in 2018, but like Leisure Suit Larry. When I was growing up in gaming, this was like the forbidden fruit, right? Like, oh
1: yeah, not allowed. Yeah. Not, not
0: allowed. Just a very adult video game of like sex. Yeah, it was.
3: Yeah. The conquer's bad for day of its generation. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: And i mean i'm gonna play it i'm just not gonna do it on stream because you know when i'm live i don't want my chat to get out of control and oh, i don't want people to think they can talk to me a certain way <laughs>
0: Twitch doesn't have a fans only only fans button attached to streams like
1: i mean oh, it God. does on a lot of streams ideas, just so. not mine
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh no yeah no, that's just a gag one i just wanted to say celebrate it, is, it
1: does look interesting <laughs> though i mean i like the throwback aspect
0: yeah i mean yeah it's good because that was a classic yeah and and the puns it's just the dirty humor and the bawdiness and the sex themes like it was a great video game in its day and i miss leisure and it's just something that made me feel good in 2020 i'm seeing that (laughs) if all the things that are just disappearing and changing on us at least larry's still doing his thing you know (laughs) get it still doing his thing you should put that on the shirt. yeah (laughs) yeah That'll be my version. that'll be my edition of the game. Loser Suit Larry still doing his thing. Like yeah. (laughs) All right. So back to serious topics. Hey. That was exciting than like 95% of you. That was more exciting than 95% of your game. You
1: said. Oh my God, I love it. I, just I mean, I would just of talk of about Animal Crossing. So that's I, like I just love out of all the
3: games to, for like the hill that Kofi dies on.
0: I saw it in the list of, like, of articles when I was screening for material. And then I saw the name of the game and I didn't stop laughing for like five minutes. <laughs> got, I just wanted to say that. So be on the lookout for Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams, Dry Twice. So there you go.
1: <laughs> nice. he just wanted to say the title <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. and
3: at least in janelle's case everybody else also likes animal crossing
1: <laughs> yeah animal crossing is the best
3: hey
0: yes. i've met plenty of fans <laughs> at leisure suit larry my friend we'll like i said i'll job.
1: probably end up playing it just not in front there's of any particular
0: party there's a particular parties that i travel to stop it I, upside down <laughs> pineapples in new york anyway but anyway <laughs> Make moving right along let's <laughs> talk about we have some time so let's talk about the walking dead janelle you're here this would be an interesting one for you um yeah so the walking dead world beyond is the third series that's coming to tv it's been off the walking dead franchise and we're kind of learning that there's going to be a character and this takes place 10 years after the outbreak so it's a long time and uh Dr. Leo Bennett working for the Civ- Civic Republic military is somebody who could be uh, working on a cure possibly for this um, apocalypse. And basically that's kind of a, a new addition to the walking dead story. It's something yeah. that we actually got hinted at in the very first season of the show when they went to the CDC and you know, there was this kind of big hint that disappeared from the show
1: I, I totally thought they Darabont. were gonna like it was yeah. gonna be a theme throughout the entire series, and then it just literally dissipated. It Just so my went away. Part
3: of the show,
0: yeah. yeah, and then like it disappeared with Frank Darabont into the wind. Um, and so the Walking Dead TV series never really went down that pathway again. It it in the comic certainly didn't. The comic, you know, spoilers on a year, well, you know, over however long it's been. Was that this year also? That was in the- February. Oh my (laughs) god! I have no memory of February. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, let's be real. This month, this this year begins for me on March fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. that's when this year. And they stopped letting us come
1: to the office. That's when it was like, okay, no, because that
0: day, like, I tell people a story. Like, that was a day. Like, I came home from the office. I was supposed to go see My Spy with Dave batista and like, I got to the theater, and then I just had like a panic attack, and I was like, the world's ending, and I ran to Target and bought supplies, which I still have ported into my garage right now and like I got in got out before wow. anybody else. Everybody's <laughs> talking about toilet paper shortages. I was like, yeah, not me dog.
3: <laughs> no. You're the reason. Yeah. You're the reason.
0: Strike first. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, so this year starts for that and I don't even know why we're talking about this. I, just, I, <laughs> I mean, it kind straight. of
1: relate. It's the walking dead. It's, a, yeah, I mean, there you, you go. know, They're saying that, you know, the cause of, you know, being zombified is possible pandemic. Um, There's lots of different, you know, theories that he is kind of throwing out there. I guess that's what they've said. Um, And the whole, I guess, I don't know, idea behind this new show is that the kid of this doctor finds out that he's in some kind of danger and that's what makes this group of kids this coming of age tale during the zombie apocalypse even start like that's why they leave their community and that's like what the whole thing's based off of i didn't know that until you know now so i don't know i'm curious it's you know what are these kids going to do to be able to save their you know grown father he obviously is very important Because if he has the cure, or even has an idea of how to cure something, um, losing him would be really bad for humanity. (laughs) So it kind of piqued my interest a little bit more than originally for me, because I I just don't. When I saw this show, I just it felt it felt like Stranger Things in a zombie apocalypse, and I just wasn't really. I didn't really buy into the the child storyline, like the teenage storyline, because I'm not a teenager, and they're just not relatable to me. But now, knowing what's at stake, I'm like, okay, I get it now. Okay, I can get behind this. They're trying to save their dad, who could possibly save the world. So, okay. Save
0: the dad, save the world. Yeah.
1: So, okay, I'll try it out. We'll see. It's going to come on immediately after uh, the season finale i'm putting it in quotes because they're adding you know episodes next year to the season of the walking dead Um, but it's going to come on right after that and then right after that will be the talking dead so we'll have a lot to talk about coming up in october
0: i mean to people who don't necessarily watch the walking dead you guys uh does this add stakes that you would care about on the grand scale of the thing are you just like still yeah
3: matt connor uh i mean i've i've said in the, on this podcast and in the past that like the that was one of the best episodes of that like first season was that CDC episode and then i a lot of people didn't feel felt that way and so like the comics have always disregarded that and like that's the cure is not the point and so we don't focus on that but I was always just really interested in that and we didn't hear anything of it. And that's why I got excited for the upcoming movies because yes. there was rumors that the Rick movie was going to deal with that. And Rick is
1: tied to this that. father, I think. I okay. think in these movies, like he is that group, um, I forget the name, CR, whatever the, the group name is. Um, CRM. That, that is the helicopter that he was Okay. In. So, so it's... I think somehow they're going to tie this in together, like the Rick movies and the series in some way.
3: And that gets which me is excited. Smart. Yeah, yeah. cuz like that's that's the whole reason I cared about the movies. Yeah. Was that I don't I'm at a point where I don't need more Walking Dead. I'm okay. Right. I I enjoyed the seasons, I enjoyed of the show and then I kind of Yeah. Hurt. but that has me like I would pay attention. So if the new series is going to tie in in a big way to that, that is I didn't realize that either. So now I might actually give that a shot because it's the most interesting storyline to me.
2: So So why these PSAs are important. Connor, how do you feel? I never watched walking dead, have no desire to, and probably never will. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So walking dead, uh, world beyond, as Janelle said, is coming up after the season 10 quote unquote finale. Um, which is when does that hit again? October. Oh gosh, October. Yeah, early October.
1: Maybe the fourteenth. I'll look it up when I'm on my twenty twenty. We
0: don't use dates anymore. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> sometime
1: in October. We just say around Halloween.
0: It <laughs> could possibly happen. Yeah. Um. So early October. I should All have that right. So after that, uh, another update on Leisure Suit Larry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's, <laughs> make, let's ride along. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about. Umbrella Academy season two first, and then we'll talk about Netflix and their crazy franchise plans as, as our kind of send out. Um, Umbrella Academy season two, we did a review last week. Spencer Perry came on and kind of broke down what to expect from the season, but he did it spoiler free for us. Now it's out, and we've had a chance to kind of see it. I finished the season just before this, actually. Um, so I've seen the whole thing, and but there are some varying, interesting, varying opinions on. <laughs> where we are in the binge process of umbrella academy season two but um i'll say that overall i kind of liked season two and i think what spencer kind of alluded to was correct for various reasons i I actually ended up liking season two a little bit more than season one i think um mostly because I, i thought first as i thought you know, Klaus points out very early on, I thought everybody was better looking in this season. I liked a lot of the hairstyles and costuming a lot more this season. Um, I also So thought superficial. A lot of them,
1: I'm just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. I
0: mean, this is TV. <laughs> TV, you want less superficial, do radio. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't expect anybody to like come on here and appreciate my somewhat presentable face. Like, you know, but anyway, mm-hmm. we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. So uh, I thought everybody looked good and like the design was a lot better. Um, I like the 1960s setting. I actually thought it, it kind of worked for this season in, in certain ways a little bit better. And making the kind of the actual characters, of the Umbrella Academy, more their, of their quirky fish out of water kind of aspect was a lot more fun for me. And I thought just the overall storyline of this season, even though it was less drawn from, from the books, like Spencer pointed out, actually kind of came around and came together in a lot better way. And I might've been tainted because I did a post about people's reactions to the season. And I did one where somebody did like one of those spoilers without context photos, which actually kept me really entertained because as I watched the season and certain big things happened, I I knew what photo men want and I was just cracking up. So that was a bit of good fun that I enjoyed on my own. But um, yeah, overall I thought Umbrella Academy season two was just a better, more in-depth storyline. And, I'm a rare person like who, who kind of enjoys that. Like, I really like Luke Cage season two a lot better than season one because I did like the deeper kind of more involved character story and I like those kinds of things. And this season did a good job of handling that with each of the characters in the ensemble, having their literally their own paths to walk through the 1960s and doing that and, and like, yeah, and so I enjoyed it. And the finale was a lot better, I thought. The actual yeah. final battle in Showdown was, was really good and, and properly scaled for like a, a Netflix show of this popularity. And the cliffhanger, I'm really super psyched now to see, see Susan, season three. So mission accomplished. And uh, just for some spoilers, because we are, I forgot, we're talking spoilers and I'm still just gave a whole breakdown without spoilers. It
1: was great because I haven't gotten yeah, that far. Really good. I was like, you well, did a great I, job yeah, of interesting well, me.
0: We'll yeah. We'll stop there. But there are some uh, big powerful moments too that like really, I mean, there are some really good emotional beats that, uh, you know, really, really hit you. Hit you in the heart with some things, and so I mean,
1: I even felt though that all of the things you just said in the first episode alone. I've only watched the first one, and um, you know, I am at home with my parents. Like my mom doesn't watch anything besides like Iron Man. That's that's it. She loves him, but I, she comes in and she sits down and watches the first episode of season two with me, and she's hooked. Like she doesn't even know what happened in season one, and wow. she wants to watch the whole series. And uh, and. I mean, episode one is just awesome. Like so much happens in one episode and it leaves you wanting more. Like like when the episode was over, I'm like, no, 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 I need to watch more. Like, I just thought it was really well done. I love all of these characters so much more now. I just feel like we're seeing better sides of them, just like you said. Yeah. I'm on it.
0: I loved Messiah Klaus more, much, yes. much more than Attic so Klaus.
2: good, yes. Janelle, you know, that gets so much better. Yeah,
0: Messiah uh. Klaus is
2: like the best thing in this
0: season, um, more so than Attic Klaus. Like, yeah, it, like that's what I like. Can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I said how they look, I, I really was saying more of just, you know, their, not just their appearance, but the actual characterizations yeah. of them this season and what they're dealing with. Like so it was great coping. to see Allison dealing with the the '60s civil rights stuff. That was amazing. Um, yeah. Even Luther's moping was kind of funnier and played for more for laughs and humor this time than being like seriously dramatic and stuff like that. And H. I like how Diego evolved and and all that stuff.
2: Connor, Harrison. you had a you yeah. binged coping. this too? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I finished it the whole way. Um, and I've got some nitpicks. So, you know, Matt, you might want to. On no, we, it's okay. <laughs> I will still
1: enjoy it just as no, much.
3: No, no. Yeah. My take is, I.
2: Oh yeah, let's let Matt, Matt. We got to let Matt say because Matt.
0: Okay. heated me he, Matt has something to say about this when he wants to do it. No, I'm not. Okay.
3: I'm not trying to yuck anyone else's yum. But what I, because I, I am. So that. What I am saying is, I didn't make it through the first episode. I quit because I got. <laughs> I quit. Ooh. I quit. Grenade. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no that way. that episode, yeah. aside from the one sequence where that we saw in the trailer where they released like the intro and it's like the cool apocalypse scenario. Aside yeah. from that, I was so bored. I was literally like what? watching it. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't do this, man. I don't care. I got other things I'd rather do than watch the show. So I stopped. <laughs> Stop. You're, you're <laughs> on your own. God. that way. No, so. I'm sorry. Like it, you, it's, it was so like, we're doing the same thing over again, premise wise, And I was already like, now granted, I'm not the highest on the first season. I enjoyed it, but it's it's not like near one of my favorite shows. So, I mean, I'm not, this isn't coming from like, I thought the first one was a classic or anything. I liked it, but I didn't love it. So then coming into this, I need you to grab me. And going back to, okay, well, we're assembling everybody because they got to prevent another apocalypse. And the just like we're meeting all the characters i get it but like man like it was such a slog i was just like i'm done i <laughs> i stopped Ouch. now so i will say that everyone else's enthusiasm uh <laughs> i am ex- i am perfectly excited for it and maybe one day i will give it another shot because maybe it's just the thing of like the first episode doesn't do it for me but maybe it gets great because like i love all the things you're, you guys are talking about yeah but, uh, I think his no, i
1: think I just, Kofi nailed it on the the different looks like that's kind of what grasped me at the beginning was just seeing the rundown like what they all looked like when they were seriously like fighting the Soviets before the the real storyline picks up, just seeing them all look really cool and like fighting together that's what grabbed me
3: I will also throw in another caveat is that i have after watching something I can't talk about yet and seeing how that opens uh, and then following that up with this, okay. it was like, I I, I constantly compared it. I constantly yeah. compared it and went, this is so boring. Compared- Yeah, I to-
1: was watching like a basketball game and then I turned this on and I was yeah. just like- So I will on. preface <laughs> it with that.
2: But yeah, I so mean, Connor, feel free. All right, so I yeah, Matt, it's funny you say that they're talking, that they're going through a lot of the same motions again because Kofi, having seen the whole thing, my biggest complaint is that it felt like they had to backtrack and redo a bunch of the points from the first season. And maybe in the third season, we actually move a little bit forward with this group. Cause as much as I love the fact that they're in the sixties and I don't even mind the con the conceit of, Oh, they all got dropped in different spots. So they had to deal with that fact. I hate the fact that we spend the first half of the season where they're all still separated and they refuse to all be in the same room with each other. Fifth episode comes around, and Five literally turns to the camera and goes, we have to get the Umbrella Academy back. And that's great. They spend two minutes, and then they're instantly distracted by other things and get separated again. And we never see them all team up right until the end, and that drives me nuts. I hate that with Allison, they, had to, they said, well, we can't have her and her relationship with Luther develop, so let's give her a husband. So that, that's a distraction for a couple episodes. We can't have Vanya deal with the fact that she was the white violin and destroyed the world. So let's give her amnesia and a plot line from the last of us two with a relationship that has so many red flags on it that it drives me nuts. We spend so much of the season on that all for it to just go, yeah, this isn't going to work out because time travel, because reasons we're not going to give a good reason why all that being said, I dug the hell out of the season. I dig five's ax wielding rampage. I love everything that Luther's doing up until the point where they think he's really stupid again when he's dealing with the two fives. Um, I love all the stuff with the civil rights stuff with what Allison's doing and that, you know, that sit-in is fantastic and so wonderfully done. Uh, Jesus Klaus, um, everything with every scene Ben was involved with, especially when he takes over uh, Klaus's body there for that good five minutes the final the final uh, scene between ben and vanya where she like you know com- be- she becomes at peace with herself and he ascends to you know heaven all that stuff's great it just felt like they could have moved things around a little bit so it didn't feel like a remix of the first season with a 60s coat of paint
0: um i think the difference between me and you here is that while I watched like a recap, I don't remember enough of the details of Umbrella Academy season one at this point for that to kind yeah, of have bothered me. Yeah,
1: same me, yep. Sure. And
0: so like the season two was, and I think season two's premiere is probably one of the weaker episodes of the season if I'm being honest in terms, cause it's, it is just a lot of catching up and like not a lot of new things happening. But um, I, didn't, I didn't remember the beats of the first season enough to like have that distract me.
1: Yeah, not until you said them, Connor, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I I mean, like,
0: and I don't think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely right with like a lot of what you're saying. But like, the I liked some of the tweaks you mentioned. Like, I got like the Vanya storyline. I liked because it wasn't like, oh, this wasn't like hit your head amnesia. I mean, the big kind of development in the end is that you know she willfully did this to herself because mm-hmm. she couldn't deal with who who she wanted and she wanted a fresh start what and, she became yeah and and I got that and Ellen Page is great so she can pull off that kind of that storyline and I actually liked her um in the relationship but uh with the agent with the um uh, legends of tomorrow lady but uh yeah I mean I, that also kind of petered out and yeah I mean the re- the relationships I liked Allison and Ray's relationship because he was a great Ray great. Yeah, he's a great. I wish character. they could have done more with him. And I loved, and I actually didn't care about that until she told him everything, and then I was like, okay, now this is actually good because him trying to like adjust and keep up with like what all of these people are talking about and what's happening, it was. I mean, that was just great comedic scenes, and him and Allison are really good. But those were like, yeah, those are the extraneous things that you have on everything. I don't care if Luther's dumb or not. Like, I don't care enough about Luther to like.
2: it's just they could the show can't decide how dumb he is because for most of the season he's like functional and then five and older five are in the same room together and they're both just like you should kill him because i say so he's like okay and then he points the gun up the other guy like okay he's not that stupid why are we suddenly treating him like he is
0: i don't know i mean your your nitpicks are all fair um they didn't didn't bother me too much Uh, If I had to say, let's see, if I was going to nitpick, I would just say that, uh, I mean, there was one point, I think it's about before the third kind of act of the season really kicks in when everybody's just kind of moping around and and kind of sad before they kind of pick themselves back up. But they do pick themselves up with a great number with like Klaus, Vanya, and and Allison doing a The dance dance is great yeah so that and was good
2: also the handler that actress she is there for two oh, things Kate walsh? To, yeah she is there to choose scenery and wear ridiculous outfits and i love it
0: yeah kate walsh yep. has the best time of anybody on umbrella academy and i love kate walsh from you know back in the day of grays and her spin-off Private practice yeah so i'm never mad at that but yeah it doesn't just, make you know,
2: any sense that she's alive but it's great that she is
0: Yep, and uh, her the new addition to the cast uh, who plays her quote unquote daughter is, is also really good. Um, and she does, and she's great and different. And I really liked her. She kind of held things down because she changes over the course of the season, and she actually is playing like several, about three different characters overall. Um, and I loved her. And I loved that, her in the
2: Nut House. I loved her like when she's in a relationship with Diego, and then I loved her at the end when she goes like full super person on them. So, uh, and going back and looking at certain scenes, they hide what her power is really well. Because yeah. in other shows, would have just said right off the bat, oh, I can do all your powers. It's like, nope, we're going to make you think maybe she can teleport or maybe she's just a good fighter. We're not really sure. And then yeah. in the end, no, you get it.
0: I yeah, like so, yeah. So, um, yeah, and Ben was a great – they did so much more of Ben this season and that actor was really great and Ben was a great character this season. So it was good to see him back. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed Umbrella Academy. And most importantly, like I said, I'm psyched for season three now. Because the cliffhanger for season two was really good, and I cannot
1: uh, wait to yeah. finish this season. I yeah. was pumped.
0: <laughs> there's, a, there's a great season three cliffhanger, and uh, yeah, I would yeah. very much like to see that because it sets up what could be
2: the show's most exciting season yet. So, yeah, Janelle, don't Yay. let my nitpicks deter you from. No, this. not like, at still all. Definitely watch it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm. Just I was. <laughs> my fiance is so pissed that I started it without him because. Oh, no. I had, I had to start it. I was like, if we're going to talk about it, I have to at least watch the first episode. I'm so glad I got to. It was amazing. But,
0: All right. Well, that's our breakdown of Umbrella Academy Season 2 and uh, our semi-spoilers. We were going to talk about Netflix building its own franchise, but I think we'll save that for the next deep dive because uh, I would like to get into that, and we're kind of running out of time. So we'll leave some time for Matt to do some comic
3: breakdowns today. Yay. Matt, what do we got coming our way? Uh, yeah. So we have, uh, for the X-Men fans, we have giant-sized X-Men Phantom X. Uh, one of their, that kind of continuing storyline in a series of one shots. Uh, we have far sector number seven. Uh, we have legend of the dark Knights, which is a one shot that kind of is filled with a bunch of short stories. Uh, you're going to see a lot of the, uh, new nightmare Batman and a few of the ones like B-Rex that have been introduced and you're going to get to see their origins and things like that. Batmo beast, the monster truck. Uh, Batman is in there uh, This also has the origin of the Robin King uh, So definitely for people who are paying attention To death metal you will want to pick this up uh, We have Deceased Dead Planet Number 2 which uh, Has one of the Most interesting takes on Plastic Man I think I've seen Oh that
2: was terrifying
3: <laughs> I don't want to like give like go to fool fool But like spoiler territory Because like we can do that on a later show But yeah like, like Holy that reaction is perfect. crap yeah, is, is man, you will never see that dude in the same way. Uh, we also have uh, Empire X-Men. Uh, me and Kofi had talked about some of the spins to Empire uh, were better than the core series. And personally, this was another case of that um, because horticulture is all the way in this and the back and forth. They're is- growing
0: on me. Horticulture yeah. Growing on me. They were so yeah. weird when, like, Hickman introduced them, but it, it it's growing on me now. I, think um, it's, I don't know if it's Portland or what, but, like, this whole idea of them, like, getting crazy to save the environment. is pretty cool.
3: Yeah, and their stuff with Angel and magic here is, is great. Uh, we also get uh, Batman number 96, so that is the part two of Joker War. Uh, Deadpool number six, Empire number four, the core series. Uh, and then we have a fun one, which is the first issue of Metal Shark Bro, as literally the title. And it's going to be one I check out, just because <laughs> why not? You have to check out a book that's called Metal Shark Bro. So that is coming. Goodbye you do though shark bro all right that'll do it for
0: comics and this episode of comic book nation we want to thank you guys for riding with us through as always if we provided a little bit of distraction from your quarantine life we put up new episodes every wednesday and friday on comicbook.com we can subscribe to our rss feed i keep saying that but i don't even know if that's still true so you know i don't know (laughs) Just i keep saying but we put up new episodes every wednesday and friday on comicbook.com or you can watch uh, uh, live every Wednesday and Friday on Facebook when they air there if you want to see our smiling faces. If you want to kind of subscribe and follow the show, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Google Playlists, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or you can tell any Amazon Alexa device to fire up Comic Book Nation podcast, and it'll start right on up for you. If you have any ideas for the show, topics we want to talk about, anything you want to say to us, or you just want to say what's up, we are always hanging around the hashtag comic Book nation, or you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You
3: can find me at Matt Aguilar, CB.
1: <laughs> you can find me at Janelle Wheeler on all the socials and Twitch.
2: You can find me at Connor Casey underscore CB.
0: That'll do it for us. If you guard, Oh wait, if you're just getting the show, go on Apple podcasts, leave us a five-star review. We're going to be sending a bunch of t-shirts like the one modeled by Janelle's parents so wonderfully here. They're good guys, gals with anybody. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we have uh, some great t-shirts we can give away. If you guys go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review on the show. When we get back in the studio after this whole quarantine stretch, we are going to be having to clean out that closet. And so we will be sending out a bunch of t-shirts to our five-star reviewers. So be sure to get that done. Otherwise, this has been Comic Book Nation. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Later.